started this evening. I kind of zoned out there, sorry. Um, how's everybody doing? We good? It's, uh, it's Wednesday. We made it halfway through the week, so that's always good. It's so good to have Roger Renee back with us this evening. It's good to have everybody, Shannon Gary. Uh, I know sickness and traveling and just everything, so it's good to have everybody here um, than just rather me and Tom, you know, because I love Tom, but you know, it's just, you know, it's... <laughs> Anyway, um, if you don't have this, Tom put these on the table for you, make sure you take these home, the, the monthly challenge. If you're at home, you're watching online, welcome. Uh, you can download this at the, at, on the website as well. Uh, make sure you pay attention, unlike what we did last month. Uh, some days have split the chapters in half, and some days have two chapters, so that way you're, you're staying on path with what the, what the challenge is. Um, just a way for us to, to, to get into the Word, and I believe reading the Word daily is vital to our lives. Um, I, I think we all like to eat food, and I think if we didn't eat food once a day, we'd, we'd feel it, right? And I think it's even more so for, for, for the Word of God. So um, this evening I want to open in prayer. Um, I want to continue to pray for uh, the Afghanistan situation, the people there, um, and just the whole, whole, whole situation. Uh, and just with everything, everything that's going on. And then remember those that are, that are not feeling well. There's a bunch of people still sick. Uh, this COVID thing, though, it, you know, it, it, it is real. It is getting people sick. Uh, so remember them. I know Karen Jackson's uh, son, or excuse me, grandsons are also uh, struggling with situations. But let's, Lord, let's open the Lord in prayer because and, and, we know God can heal. Amen? Amen? And we know God's still in control. Uh, even though it may not look like it on the TV, it may not look like it on the internet, it may not look like it on the newspaper, but we know God is in control. Lord, we come to you this evening, and I thank you, Father, for each one, Lord, has made the choice to come tonight, Lord, to be here and, and study your word and to, to apply it to our lives, not, God, not just to let it go in one ear and out the other, but God, to make it part of our lives so that we become more like you. God, I ask, Lord, that you would just minister father and, and to those christians the church lord in afghanistan each and every person the people of Afghan, afghanistan lord the, the americans there the, the afghanistans and and all of the allies and those who are seeking to to, to refuge and to get themselves out of that situation god from this angle it looks like it's an impossible situation but we know god that you still have everything in your hands so we pray for them today God, we pray for those who are dealing with sicknesses or, or what it may be going on in their lives. We just ask, Lord, would you be God of our lives? Would you be Lord of our lives and take care of our needs and meet us, Lord, at the point of our needs? We thank you, Lord God, because we know without a shadow of a doubt my hope and my trust is in you alone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hi, Debbie. Hi. How are you? Do you want me to turn like this? No. <laughs> um, all right, so if you have your Bibles, we are, we are at 1 Peter 
chapter 3, and we're going to be looking at verses 8 through verses 16. And there's a couple different breakdowns of tonight's study. So the first portion, I, I kind of named all Christians. Uh, sound off to all Christians. And I love it because this is how God works. Uh, he's, he works in, 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 they say, mysterious ways or you know, confirmations or however you want to say it. I just know God works all things out for his good. And so this portion of scripture ties exactly in line with what we've been learning to become unified as a church, to be how to how to live by the characteristics and the fruit of the spirit to which we've been learning on Sunday mornings. Um, so let's and then, and then he breaks it down. Then we'll talk about uh, suffering for doing good. So there's two different parts in tonight's study, but uh, let's let's go with verse eight here. So in this is out of the New Living Translation, it says, "Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with you, with each other." Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay, repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. This is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and, and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are upon their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Verse 13. Now, you, who will want to harm you if you are eager to, do, eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is to, better to suffer, to suffer for doing good if it is what God wants than to suffer for doing wrong. Number 18 says, Christ suffered for our sins once and for all. He never sinned, but he did for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So we see two different breakdowns here in this. So let, let's just cover the first portion first, because that'll be the quickest for us. This is, it, it, I don't know, if you have a New Living Translation, it kind of breaks it down in different sections, like, you know, what that specific chapter is about or that portion. And this one says all Christians. So I love it because if you're a Christian tonight, if, you're, if you have Jesus Christ, this is to you. you. You can't shove this off. You can't say, well, that's not, I'm not listening to that portion of the Bible. That's not for me. No, all Christians. So Peter lists five different elements in this, in this portion of Scripture that should categorize the church, that should actually categorize a group of believers that should actually categorize us in this very room, online, or any who claim Christ as, as their Lord. And so let's look at those five briefly. He says, finally, you should, all of you should be of one mind. And we've talked about that many times. A, a church cannot thrive. A church cannot grow. A church cannot move forward if it's not in unity. If there's division in a church, and if you've ever been part of a church that's divided, it is the most 
difficult thing to walk into. And it's, you, it's difficult to worship. It's difficult to get the word. It's, it's, it's a hard situation. And so though you may not agree with everything that everybody in the church agrees with, we agree on one thing. Jesus Christ is Lord. And we're here for him. And we're here to worship. And the word of God is our foundation, right? And there's no questions on that. Um, I may like blue. You may like red. Okay, so we're different. That makes us good. You know, that makes us you know, diverse or whatever the word is they're using today. Um, but the, the, the deal is that we need to be one mind. And here's what that means. Pursuing the same goal. Which means that everybody in this church, and, and I'm just talking to our church today, if that's all right. This church, we need to be pursuing the same goal. The goal shouldn't be to get Place of Grace name out there. No, it should be getting Jesus Christ's name out there. That's the goal. The goal is not to, to have, you know, a thousand people in the sanctuary, though that would be awesome. But you know what? I'll take 15 dedicated to the altar people that are sold out for Christ over a thousand people that fill in the sanctuary that don't, don't even care about Christ. And that's honest truth, right? And so we need as one to, to be pursuing the same goals, pursuing the same things. Um, and then he goes on to say, sympathizing with each other. And, and so we need to be responsive to other people's needs. And this is exactly what we kind of just talked about with gentleness on Sunday, right? Putting other people's needs above ours. You know, if I see Margaret needs help or she, there's something, you know, something going on, I, I need to be able to say, well, I've got this. Uh, can I help you? Right? Putting my needs below it and being, you know, showing... If I see Shannon's having a bad day, I should be able to call her and say, hey, can I pray for you, right? Which I do that, in, you know, she needs prayer, trust me. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It, it's getting out of our own world. Does that make sense? We all have a busy world. We all have a crazy world. We all have a world where drama fills each portion of our life. But we are a family in this church, in, the, in this church and in the church as a whole. And so you know what? We should care about one each other's name. You know, if I see, you know, and I know that there are some in here that would never pipe a word up and say they would need help. And so that's up to us as church, as family to say, okay, I know you're not going to say anything, but I know you need it. So what do you need? Here I am. Right. And then that's up to them whether they, they take it or not. Does that make sense? But we need to be, we need to sympathize, sympathize, have sympathy. How about that? Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> being responsible. To others' needs. If we found out that someone had lost their job, but they didn't tell us, but we found through the, the rumor mill or however you want to call it, that's on us, church. We are to take care of our, our family. We're supposed to take care of people. That's what the church is for. And so let us, let, us, let us generate that, right? And then he goes on to say, love each other as brothers and sisters. And I won't spend a whole bunch of time because I talk about this all the time, right? This is loving even the unlovable. This is loving even the person that annoys you. This is loving the person that, you know, seeing and treating each other as, as brothers and sisters, right? Uh, you might as well get used to it because if you can't get used to it here, I'm not sure how you're going to do it for eternity. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because we're going to be in heaven together. So you might as well just might as well get used to us now, right? You might as well get used to me now. I'm going to be loud, as loud as I am now, I'll probably be the same in heaven, you know? Um, but, but we need to generate that love for each other. Uh, when people walk in this church, here, here's the question I, I want to pose. And, and if you disagree, that's fine. But 
you're wrong. Um, <laughs> when people walk in this church, shouldn't they feel love? From the very first step in that door, and when they first see that person at that desk, and then they walk through those double doors, and they look to the right, and they see the sound in the media, and then they see the, the, the other people in church. Should they not? Do you know how difficult it is? I mean, many of us have gone into new churches. You know, we were, we were new at a church at one time, and, and, and maybe we felt, you know, it, it's jittery like the first day of school. You know, they're already kind of like this. And that's on us, church, to say, hey, it is so awesome to have you. Welcome. You know, you know here we are. If, can we do anything for you? And, and show that love, right? And, and because I'm going to tell you what, that's going to want to make them come back, right? Not just the, the atmosphere of worship and the spirit, but how we treat them how we pursue, pursue them in love, right? The fourth thing he goes on and says is, is to be tenderhearted, um, which is, you know, being a, you know, affectionately sensitive and, and caring, actually caring about the person, not just going to them and say, oh, how are you today, Carlina? And then you start to talk and I walk away. No, actually genuinely caring about, are you guys good? Can I get you guys anything? Do you need anything? You know, and actually genuinely caring about, whether how your ear is doing, right? And, and actually, am I making sense? I mean, we show general care. We show general uh, tender hardness to, to, to them. A lot of these are intersecting, right? They're all pretty much the same thing. Um, and then, of course, the fifth, the fifth thing is humility, uh, being willing to, to encourage one another and to rejoice in each other's successes, not going to somebody when they, you know, um, something good to them going, well, I wish that would have happened to me. You know, no, man, we should be celebrating each other's successes. Uh, we should be uplifting each other, you know, uh, and keeping, keeping, you know, our pride level down, right? Because we, we, as we learned this past week, God hates pride, right? Um, so we just need to, we need to adapt to these five. And I love the fact because this kind of just ties into everything we've been trying to learn in the past 12 or so weeks in this transformed by fire, God's expecting his church to be different than what's out there. And, and I, mean, I mean visually, I mean audibly, and, and, and indeed. He's calling his church to be different, a different type of people. Um, and, and I think that is so important for us to grasp and to understand um, these five qualities, they're gonna, they can go a long way toward helping believers serve God effectively, right? If I'm showing these five qualities to, to Renee, guess what? That's going to help her serve God. She's going to say, wow, these people really do love me. They're not just about themselves. They're not just about numbers. They're not about the dollar sign in the church. They actually do care, you know? When there's somebody not here, we've talked about this in the past. When there's somebody not here, we need to get their phone number. Judy's got the phone numbers, right? And, and say, hey, I haven't seen such and such. I, I just feel led to call, you know? And I, and I know I've said this before. It's not just on my shoulders, right? Some of you may have not seen somebody, and it's time for you to pick up the phone and say, hey, where you been? You know? Because you know what that does? That tells that person we love them, and we miss them. We know there's a hole in our, in our church because you're not here. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody, well, everybody besides Roger. I mean, he, you know, he's good on his own. But, but everybody wants to have that sense of feeling of wanted, of love. And you know what? If, if life circumstances happens to me and I happen to be out of church for a couple weeks, you know, I, 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 uh, 
I, I would welcome a call. Oh, no, thanks for calling. All's well. I've just, you know, been doing this, that, and the other, right? And so I would encourage us to, to become that way. And, 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 I, and I, I sell myself short of being, saying becoming annoying, <laughs> right? I mean, if, if a couple of people call Tom because we ain't seen him in a couple of weeks, you know, he'll get the, he'll get the clue. He'll reach out to me like, hey, man, tell people to quit calling me, man. I'll be there, all right? You know what I mean? But let's generate a sense of love. Hey, man, I, I missed you, man. We, we truly missed you, right? And that, 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 will just, that will help others believe and serve God effectively. Um, and then he goes on, though, and he, he, he kind of goes counterculture on us, right? He says, don't repay evil with evil. Well, that is not how I live, right? That's not how they live, right? You do me wrong, guess what? I'm going to do you worse, right? That's the nature of the world, right? That's the nature. That's human nature, right? And, and Peter's saying, no, 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 don't do that. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Um, I'm, did I share that? I don't know if I shared this story or not, and if so, you can tell me shut up, um, it was last week we were at, we were at work, and, and we were on a job site, and there was this guy uh, coming up, and, just, and he was just crazy. I mean, he was shady as all get out, please. I mean, be real. But he, go, he stood there, and, and one of the guys that we were with was in his way, and he said, excuse me, and, and the guy didn't hear him, so I'm like, hey, Keith, you know, watch your back. And the guy goes, excuse me, yeah, and he just started cussing us out, like you, you this, that, and the others, you don't know what you're doing, and he's walking past, right? And as he's saying all this stuff, and he gets to the end of the sidewalk, and he turns around, and he starts throwing his arms up like, like he was wanting one of us to react, you know. Now, I want to be honest with you. I, I was ready. I was, I was like, I've got to be professional here. I've uh, got to be Christian. got to be an example. But I want to take that guy's head off, right? So I think I could do it, right? <laughs> but I knew better, right? And so he was insulting. And so, look, when people come at us rude, Guess what? It's going to happen, not when it happens, right? Or if it happens, it, but when it happens, Peter's telling us, don't retaliate back with insults. The, the old saying, don't stoop to their level, right? Again, goes back to what I said, we're called to be what? A different people. So that means that we aren't supposed to retaliate and call, if they call you a booger face, don't call them a, a you know, snot nose, right? Um, but no, we're called to, to, you know, not repay the evil for evil. And let me tell you what, reading that on the scripture is a lot easier than putting that into action. Am I the only one that senses that? I mean, because seriously, Sean got, Sean's been, the Lord's been helping me with my temper ever since I was born. And, and I mean, if I, somebody pops off, I mean, I, I've, I've learned to have to pray. You know, I mean, I did a lot of praying that day. I was like, Lord, I, I just, can I just kick him in the shin? I mean, is that, that's okay, right? But we know that the Peter's saying, no, we, we, again, we're, we're a different people. We're not what the world is, right? Uh, I mean, you didn't see Jesus hit back when he got his beard pulled. You didn't see Jesus hit back when they whipped him with the, with the lashes. You, you didn't see him even, you know, uh, curse at them or even scream at them as they nailed his hands and feet to the cross and if christ is our example then we need to as 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 well as we can with the holy spirit's help be that right because you know what that's going to do that's going to actually shock them 
Because if you notice, some people, they, they do it on purpose. They do, they, this guy was doing this to see if he could get a rise out of us, right? See if he can get us to, to, to interact. And, and, you know, if you, could just, if you just ignore him or you just say, you know, hey, God bless, you know, and you just watch some of those people's reactions, they're like, that's not how I planned this at all, right? And, and how, what, a, what a witness we can be, right? What a, what a witness we can be if we would just ignore him and show Christ-likeness even in that situation. Again, these are things we work on, right, in this journey that we're in. But I believe we can do it with the Holy Spirit's help. Amen? He says, and here's what, he, here's what he's, he wraps it up with this. He says, that is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. So it's not even that, it's really not even an option. So he gives us this list of things for all Christians, by the way. All Christians, you should be of one mind, you should sympathize with one another, you should love one another, you should be tenderhearted, you should keep a humble attitude, don't repair evil with evil, don't retaliate with insults, uh, but instead pay them back with a blessing. And, and by the way, this isn't, this isn't an option, right? This isn't, this isn't if you want to. There's no if you want to in the scripture. You know what it says? It says, that is what God has called you to do. Man, that's a tough calling. Right? And it's a calling that we can't do without, without the Holy Spirit guiding our lives. Right? And teaching us. Um, and then he, he goes and he references uh, Psalms 34, uh, 12 through 16 in these next portions of Scripture. He says, and he gives us a, a recipe or the ingredients to enjoy a, a, joy, a, a life. And to see many happy days. Uh, if you want to enjoy life and happy days, you, you keep your tongue from speaking evil. Right? Uh, and your lips from telling, telling lies. Uh, he says, turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. And then he, then he kind of throws some fear in there. He's all, just so you know, you know the, the, the eyes of the Lord are watching all of those who do right. So that's encouraging in itself. It doesn't slip God's eye when if somebody's chewing you out or insulting you or being rude to you or, or whatever, and you react in the way that the Lord re expects us to react. The Lord sees that, right? And you know what the Lord's doing? That's my child. That's my, you know what? Raj is learning, right? And there's this big pride. I can just see God puff his chest out in pride when we, when we get it right, right? And, and, and then he says his ears are open to their prayers, and, and this one just brought, brought back memories from what we talked about even last week with the husbands. Husbands, if we don't treat our, and love our, our wives with respect and honor them as God has called us to, uh, he's, our, our prayers can be hindered. You know, And so we need to remember we're putting all this into play. This is all part of one big life. And so he says his ears are open to their prayers. So, so he's watching us do right, but he's also very sensitive to our prayers. God... You better help me with, with, with Tom right now because I'm about to lay him out, right? But I'm doing the right thing here, Lord. Keep on me, right? And, and he, he'll honor our prayers. He'll give us the patience. He'll give us the words. He'll give us the kindness. But here's the final thing he says. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Man, what an ultimatum, right? I, I want God to be watching me. I want his eyes upon me. I want his ears open to my prayers. And, and so Peter gives me that list of how to do that and to have a happy life and to, to live happy many, many happy days. And 
But at the end of it, but the Lord turns his face. So if I'm doing what I'm not supposed to be doing, guess what? His face is against me, right? He's, 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 not, he's not happy. He's not pleased. And then, you know, in our fallen world, it's often deemed acceptable by, by some to, to, to rip into people verbally or get back at them. And, and Peter remembering, you know, that, that scripture in, in, in Matthew about turning the other cheek. You know, that's tough, church, especially in the day we live now, in, especially in social media. Let's, let's, let's put that on social media. Um, I told you guys the story about I posted something about God uh, from my memory, and, and someone posted on mine, and they just kind of laughed and said, God just makes mistakes. And, and I, man, I instantly started to boil. And, and Penn goes, why, you know, just let it go. You know, just let it go. Why respond to that, right? And she was right. You know, why respond and, and cause a debate on social media about what I know and believe in my heart is right, you know? And according to the Word of God, is right. You know, this person... Uh, they, they, listen, they're entitled to their opinion as well, right? And that just makes it even more glorious with the testimony to where they, when they see God do things, they have to retract that statement, you know? So, uh, but yeah, we, we live in that, where, you know, Peter is encouraging us here to, to, to pay back wrongdoings with a blessing or such as praying for the offenders. I think I, I told you guys that you know, I did at that moment after Penn said that, I, I just stopped and I prayed for him. You know, and I just said, Lord, I said, you know, just open their eyes. You know, open their hearts to it. You know, I know that they've not even seen your face or even opened the Bible. But you know what? Show them mercy just like you did me. Give them, give them a chance. Maybe they'll go back on my page and see other things. Who knows? You know? Um, but we have, to, we have to be ready, church, especially in this day, that we need to be able to, to rise above. And, and getting back at those who hurt you is not the right answer. Uh, but we need, we need to be praying for them, right? Uh, especially in 2021 where I guarantee you we're going to be mocked even more and more. You know, you already see it in some of the headlines. You know, I've seen the headlines mocking Christians about the whole COVID thing and, and how... People are being, you know, they, they're just, they think they're protected by COVID. And, you know, I mean, it, it's so ridiculous how, it's, you know, I, I even saw a comedian mocking the crucifixion of Christ the other day. And I thought, man, does he even know what he's done, you know? Um, and so we need to be careful because we are going to get, we are going to get made fun of. We are going to get insults thrown at us. How are we going to respond, church? How are we going to respond? That's, that's the question that I would pose to you tonight. So that's this por- half this portion. Any, any comments or, or thoughts on, on that first portion of, of the scripture tonight? Nothing? Man. I, it does. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. If you can figure it out, then Lord help you. Right? That's nice, right? I, I'm praying for them, Roger. <laughs> All right, the second portion is suffering for doing good. And, and no, every time you use the word suffering, everybody just goes, oh, Lord, right? You just instantly you turn it off or you're just like, oh, here we go. Uh, does anybody like to suffer? <laughs> Nobody? Nobody likes to Okay, well, fine. Um, but, but I like what Peter does here. He kind of switches the script on us. And he says, now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it, right? And, um, you know, too often we, we, we see some Christians that they'll believe that, that faith is a, is a personal, you know, matter. And 
all right, God, I'm going to trust you in this situation and go through these difficult situations and these times, and whether it's a financial issue, whether it's a spiritual issue, whether it's a physical issue. And, and, and if we're not careful, the enemy can come in and take the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, right? We all suffer. We're all going to go through hard times. It's how you're going to address it when you go through it. So with us already knowing we're going to go into it at one time in our life, why don't we already make the decision to say, no matter what, God, my hope and my trust is in you, mm-hmm. right? If you set your mind and your heart to that set, and you, and you, you daily, right, you put yourself on that daily, guess what? When the time comes, yeah, it may knock you off like the hurricane did this week to Louisiana, but guess what? You're not going to be shaken, Right? That's what we've been, our motto. We're not going to be shaken. You know what? It, it, may, it, may, it, may, it may jostle me a little bit, but I'm not going to be knocked off my foundation because my hope and my trust is in God. And, and so he says, I, I love this because even because someone may insult you, even though somebody may mock you, even though someone doesn't understand the relationship that you have with Jesus Christ, that can bum you out. Right? It, it, that can kind of get you like, Lord, why do they keep making fun? What, what, why do they keep giving me a hard time about this? You know, and it can it can get taxing at times. You know, all the negative comments that you may get on social media because you keep posting the Christian, you know, posts. You know, and people are like, dude, knock it off, and all this stuff. It can be hurtful, and 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 you can get into this. The, the enemy can come in and, and cause you to suffer even that way. But I love what Peter says here. Even if you suffer for doing what is right. God will reward you for it. It goes back to the previous scripture. Remember, the eyes of the Lord are what? They watch over, right? He's always watching over those who do right. And so you know what? Preach on social media. You know what? Say the name of Jesus in the store. Right? Because that's what he goes on to tell us in the, in, in the, in the next part of the scripture. He goes, yeah. He says, instead of, you know, worship Christ as the Lord of your life and, and make sure that God is the center of your life. And don't look at why you're suffering, but look who's going to get you through the suffering, right? And then he goes on and he says, if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it, right? Uh, what's the, give, give an answer in reproach, I think, is what it says in the New King James. But it says, Always be ready to explain it. And I love this because this is exactly what I'm saying. In difficult times, in times where we suffer, in times where life has got us up against the wall, guess what? You're still being watched. You're still being watched by those who aren't serving the Lord. And they're waiting to see you fall back. They're waiting to say, hey, dude, life looks tough. You want to go have a beer? Right? They're, they're waiting for you to come on back. And, and, but no, we need to stand strong in that, in that time, right? Because they're watching. And when somebody says, hey, how are you in this difficult situation and still going to church, still worshiping, still reading your Bible, how is this possible? What is this hope that you have, right? Always be ready to explain it. Have it right there on the tip of your tongue. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> right? This is just one time that I'm in, I've been in the hole here. Let me tell you about the other million times I've been in the hole, and God's got me through it too. 
right? And what an opportunity to be a witness. What an opportunity to, for them to say. And, and, but I love how he, Peter puts this, but do it in a gentle way, right? Don't be rude about it. Well, what, now you're asking? I mean, why do you care now? Or, you know what, you were rude to me on the social media. I'm not talking to you, right? He says, be gentle and respectful. Uh, that means don't go grab the bullhorn and scream in somebody's ear, you know, and, and cram Jesus down their throat. Again, let our lives live out loud because it's going to generate questions. It's going to generate people who are watching going, oh, wait, I know Sue's going through a rough time, but I continue to see her going to church. I continue to see her raising her hand in worship. I continue to see her singing these worship songs with, her, with this Bible in her hand. How, something must be, what, what is it? Right? And what an opportunity we have to preach Jesus, especially in this day. He says, keep your conscience clear, because then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you really live because you belong to Christ. People, people are people, and they're going to talk trash. Right? And so what Peter's saying here is, hey, keep yourself accountable. Keep yourself, keep yourself clear. Don't give people ammunition to talk trash. Even if the rumor mill comes through, you can at least stand on your head and hold your head high and say, nah, my God's been watching over me. I'm good. You know, and, and what's going to happen is that God's going to prove you out. Um, I can give just briefly without going into details, this has happened to me where I was on the block of being talked about. And I'll never forget that the Lord, Lord looked, came through the Spirit and he said, the Lord's going to prove you out. Did that happen overnight? No. But I had to continue with the grind. I, I knew that I was good. I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. I knew that I was where the Lord had me. And that what was being said about me was, was not true. It was a lie. It was a fabrication. Um, and so I had to allow the Lord to prove me out. And, and he did. And he proved me out. And I thank God for it. Um, did you have Yes, ma'am. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, listen, we know we live in a world where uh, you may not be able to keep people from speaking evil or, or you know, wrong about you or just starting nasty rumors about you. Uh, that's just the world we live in. But, but, but the least we can do is stop supplying them with ammunition, right? You don't want to put yourself in a position to be for somebody. I've seen Sean over there by Johnny's Bar. Let me tell you what, I think he's over there getting high and drinking, right? Hey. Right? No, the truth is, I was right across the street looking at succulents. That's what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but we know how people can be, right? And so we, we, but you know, and as long as you do what is right, uh, their accusations will, will, will be empty. And let me tell you what, they're going to become really embarrassed. They may never come to you apologize, but I'll tell you what, they're going to end up with egg on their face, right? Because God will always prove you out if you're in the right. Right? Amen? Um, and then he, then he goes on to remember, it's, it's better to suffering for doing good again, you know, if that's what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. And he says, Christ suffered 
for our sins once and for all. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. Um, again, I mean, we're, we only sit here because of the suffering Christ went through. And I know I've said this in the past and in numerous times and numerous settings, but if we were to honestly look at our lives right now, could you honestly say that you've suffered? Could you honestly say, yeah? I mean, now we know in comparison to this, nobody has suffered, right? But, but a lot of times we'll say, well, I suffered because I didn't have internet for 15 minutes, right? Or I suffered because I didn't have enough change to, make, to get a cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? Okay, there's different levels of suffering. You understand what I'm getting at? But nobody has suffered here. And Christ came through for you and I. So that to prove that, guess what? No matter what you're suffering through, the key word is through. And he's, he's how you're going to get through. Right? And so we know that, yes, suffering is part of our lives. It's, it's, it's part of this life that we're living here on this earth. And we know that, that no one escapes its, its grasp, but it's how we get through it. Are, are you going to be the type of Christian that will say, again, as I mentioned in the beginning, Lord, my hope and my trust is in you. So my hope, is in, my hope and my trust is in you today and things are good. Amen? My hope and my trust is in you today. Oh, things are still good. Oh, man, it's starting to rain. But my hope and my trust is still in you. Wait a minute. Is that a hurricane? My hope and my trust is still. You see, it's a pattern that we have to become part of each and every day. It's in the good and it's in the bad. It doesn't matter if there's, you know, billions of dollars in the bank or there's no billion, nothing in the bank. It doesn't matter if the cupboard's full or the cupboard's empty. It doesn't matter if the gas tank's full, the gas tank's empty. God is God. And if he's at the center of our lives and our heart, and he truly is our hope, and he truly is our trust, then we can do exactly what Roger did, stand there even in the face of cancer, and say it's only cancer. Right? Isn't that rad? I mean, that, that, that dope to me is the ultimate example right there, just someone saying, and your point? <laughs> yeah? And, oh, there's, a, there's more? Oh, no worries. God's got this. Right? Church, where are we at? If, we were to, if you were to write a 1 through 10 on your hope and trust in the Lord, and you were to say, okay, God, you know, like we talked about Sunday, where, where am I on this list of all Christians? Where, where am I in my, you know, being in one mind with the church? Where am I in, 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 in being, showing sympathy? Where am I in showing love? Where am I in being tenderness with one another and, 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 and being humble. Where, where am I on that 1 to 10? Where's the schedule? Listen, I encourage us to do this because this is, this is actually great work. right? It makes us think, okay, well, I think I'm pretty humble. And then you get into a situation where you find out, ooh, that wasn't very humble at all. Maybe I should adjust that. Right? Or, or you know what? I thought I was loving, but I didn't show Mary much. Maybe I should adjust that. Right? And same thing with the suffering. God, when bad times come, when I get a horrible phone call, when I get a difficult situation that comes about, what's my first response? Everybody in here, what's the first response when something bad happens to you? Right? 
<laughs> right? It should be, Lord God, help me. It, but unfortunately, a lot of us go, oh, God! And we go cry into somebody, or we do, you know what I'm saying? We go to the wrong person. Where again, our hope and our trust should be in who? God. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, who went through that suffering and gives us the opportunity to, to see an example how we can get through it. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Any, any comments or thoughts on this evening? We're, we're kind of early tonight. Either I'm a great teacher or nobody listens, one or the other. I haven't figured it out yet, Doris. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> we'll start over for Gary. So uh, in chapter... <laughs> All right. With that, let's close in prayer. Um, briefly, before we do close in prayer, uh, two weeks from now, on September 15th, um, we are doing dinner. It's a Wednesday night. We're going to do dinner. Uh, we're going to do uh, tacos and taquitos. And so I will have a sheet up here next week. I forgot to print it tonight. I'll have it up here Sunday. For anybody that wants to bring sides for that evening. So we're going to start doing monthly dinner and Bible studies uh, once, once a Wednesday. So we'll meet here at 6, 6 p.m. And we'll do dinner. Uh, if you can't be here till 6.30, that's fine too. We'll, we'll try to save you some food. I can't promise that. Um, uh, but it's just something so we can kind of just hang out. Get, you know, uh, I know there's a couple that, that usually come on Wednesdays that, that aren't here tonight. So if you're at home and you want to eat, I know Wednesdays are tough with with the middle of the week. So we're going to start doing something that's a little different, and then we'll have Bible study like we always do. Um, so that's on the 15th of September. Again, I'll have the sign-up sheet on Sunday morning. So um, with that, let's, let's close in prayer. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you because it keeps us in check, Lord, and it always causes me to look and see, Father, where I'm at. And God, I thank you for this, this list, Lord God, that I need to... to adhere to lord god and it fits along with everything you've been teaching us here in this church god to love to be to show sympathy lord god to show tenderness lord to be humble lord god and to to be in one mind and one accord with my brothers and my sisters to put their needs even above mine and god i ask that you would just help me lord to live a life that's pleasing to you that your eyes would be upon me lord as i make wise choices and right choices guide and direct me and Father, in those difficult times where I'm suffering and people are insulting or coming against me or mocking me, let me respond, Lord, as you responded, Lord, with kindness and love, Lord, because I know that you are calling us to be a different people, a peculiar people, Lord, a people that are holy, Lord. So Father, even in the times of suffering, and I know I'm being watched by either my kids or by my peers or, or friends and family, Lord God, I pray that you would Grant me, Lord, the, the, the anchor that you are my hope and you are my trust in the good times, in the bad times. And let me just develop this foundation and stand upon the chief cornerstone of my life that is not shaken no matter what I go through in my life. So, Father, that I would be a witness, Father, and that others would see the hope I have and in turn receive salvation as I have. And Lord, I just give you honor and praise. I thank you for each one here tonight. I know there's so many other things they could be doing. But God, we've come together to learn your word, to apply your word. And I pray, God, that it would begin to bear fruit in our hearts, begin to change our lives, the way we talk, the way we act, the way we, we walk. Lord, let it begin to just bear fruit in this community. And we give you honor and praise for what you're doing. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. God bless everybody.
Unfailing love 